that! Out that! And Colossally, that's Mansell! That is Nigel Mansell! Start your engines and buckle up. It's the light side. Let's go. F1 show. That was Carlo's song by Noah K. Ham. I think that's how you say it. And welcome to the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio for Wednesday, the 25th of January. And here with me are Rich and Adam to take us through any news uh, that we have for the off season. How are you, boys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Counting yes. down the days, mate. Counting yeah. down the days. One I'm more with, week. I'm with you. One yeah. more week. One more Did week. you like that song? That was a good song, no. wasn't it? No. Why? I, I was <laughs> I was I was ambivalent at best, and Adam Downright didn't like it, I think. I'm, I'm awesome just, song. I'm, it's I'm I'm twenty-five days into dry January at this point. Everything's just miserable and nasty. Oh wow. Well, well you've gone for it, have I, you? I mean <laughs> I very much haven't I, done that. Partly the reason I'm quite I tired. will be <laughs> I will be tweeting Noah Kahan. So if he is listening to the show, I think it's fantastic. And because I run the show. That's all that matters. However, I almost started with this. Of course, that is Drag Race. Can I just say, can I say, you absolutely should have started with that. (laughs) (laughs) Great tune, great tune. Um, Obviously, we had the Masters Snooker and we had World Indoor Bowls all last week as well, which is fantastic. You do like watching Balls on telly, don't you, Dan? You I do, yes. You love to I see do. men handling balls on the team. Quick question. Quick question. How are your resolutions going? I didn't make any, so they're going fantastically well. 20, Thank you very 20, much. 25 days. 25 days for the good. <laughs> okay, so me being positive about F1, still going. Let's see if we can continue this theme this week. Okay. Yes. Well, there's not a lot of news, I mean, really. In fairness, in fairness, you've made it one show. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see if we can make it two shows. So, <laughs> this one, straight off the bat, might actually test my resolve. Um, so, have you heard Have you heard that there's going to be up to two events this year in 2023 with a revised qualifying format? Oh, boy. Oh, go on. Spill the beans. What's, uh, what's the crack? What have they decided next? It's nothing too major, but uh, I'm not sure I'd... I'll explain why I don't like it. So, it's not that I'm not being... Negative about F1, but so basically in two of the events or up to two, uh, they are going to mandate a tyre compound for each session. So for qualifying three, all cars will have to use hard. Qualifying two, all cars will have to use medium. Qualifying three, all cars will have to use soft. I don't, so the reason why I don't think I like this is one, I don't think the qualifying format needs to be played around with. It's good as it is. It gives us excitement, etc. I think this is going to give us less excitement because I think so too. you've got yeah, no, no sense. That there's no chance of one of the lower, lower sort of midfield teams going on sauce and getting through, and the chance of a bigger team going out. It may be that's what F1 wants to do. It's almost like a seeding process, like in the World Cup group stage. You know, it's almost a seeding. So then you're always guaranteed that top flight battle in the race if you've got, you know. Hamilton and Verstappen and Leclerc always through in in into Q three. It 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 might be that it might be something to do with that. I don't know. I don't. Really I I I think that's 
needless needless tinkering and just taking you know because i quite like that strategy call that people will make you know because you know what they're going to do if they turn up and want to well so up to two races means well if we do it at one race and it doesn't work very well we can bin it off yeah what happens if it's a bit wet what you know i'm assuming that if it's if it's inters or wet then you know that that the whole the whole rule goes in the bin anyway it must it have it yes yes, yes from a safety yeah. uh, i say if it's once the rules in is it you've got to go on softs i know it's raining <laughs> i know it. it's raining i know it's raining put on your slicks mate off you go let's, have, yeah. let's, let's see <laughs> let's see if you can really drive i i think i think it's needless tinkering because I, I i do like i was on with you dan i think i like the strategy call of of, of saying well actually do you know what we, we we think we can do going off the line on softs yeah. and, you know, not yeah. the mediums or whatever the strategy might be for that weekend. And, and, you know, it just takes another little call away from the teams, really. I'm, I don't see what but they're going to achieve. The, from it. No, I, I don't see what they're going to achieve. But uh, for, for it, apart from what I said, I think it's almost like a seeding process where you're going to get the fastest cars through in into your top 10 shootout. But there you go. However, mm. keeping positive about F1 this year, I think let's see what happens and see how it goes. There you go. Keeping an open right. mind, Dan. I Wait, like that. Who, well done. Who, who is he? Don't know. Who, who is okay. this? And what have you done with okay. that? I, th- I think there's, I think there's a stand in here. To be honest with you, right? Um, so that's one of the main things that, 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 that is a sort of change for next year. But I looked through um, other changes that's happening for 2023. I'll give you a little rundown. And I did fall asleep at one point because some of it is very <laughs> geeky stuff, and I did think, oh god, I, it's a very dry subject. Some of it, but let's go through. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Ride heights and diffusers. So this is all about the porpoising and trying to put, basically put porpoising to bed and not having it go on. I don't, it's not a good look for the sport. I don't think it's not a good look for F1. No. Um, so they've raised the floor edges by 15 millimetres. They're hoping that that will make uh, an effect. Um, they've raised the height of the, diffu- the diffuser throat outlet. Um, so that's been raised... Um, they've stiffened the edge of the diffuser um, and they've added a porpoising sensor. doesn't say what they're going to do with that sensor yet, but they may put, um, uh, you know, a range of you're only allowed this certain vertical G, you know, in porpoising around, but they haven't said that yet. So the, the sensor is in there, but maybe that will come in if they need to. So those things are changing. I told you it was dry and boring, but we will go to a song soon. Um, Safety-wise, so they've made changes to the dimensions and load-bearing of the roll hoop to strengthen it and to stop it digging into the ground if a car turns over. So this came off the back of uh, Zhe Guan Yu's crash at Silverstone. So that's actually quite a good thing, and it's one of those things that, you know, F1's always looking at safety and things like that. Um, they reduced the overall car weights by two kilograms. So that might help Alfa Romeo. Because if you remember last year, they were the only car to get below that um, sort of uh, floor of, of, of getting that weight. Obviously, through through last year, cars have done weight saving. They've got on top of it, but it may help Alfa Romeo. And it may help my guy Bottas from the quiz I did last time, you know, you know, getting behind Bottas, getting behind the guy that I should be supporting. Um, even though I tried to uh, make it come out as Alonso. But anyway, um, they've increased the surface area of the rear-facing mirrors, so the the the, the driver rear-wing mirrors, um, for safety reasons, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, obviously, we know we discussed it before. There's going to be a double number of sprint events. Um, uh, the paddock working hours have been cut. Uh, so basically, you know, it, it's looking for the welfare of Formula One employees, etc. And this is then when I got really bored. Um, so there's been modifications to the current homodulated gearbox, which oh is God. now. Yeah, so modifications are now permitted Ooh. into in terms still of going? materials, materials processes, um, but any changes mustn't have a performance advantage. And there were a couple of other things, but I fell asleep, and that was it. I got sorry. I've, how long have you been going you on know, for? See, I, 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 I do feel often. like I, th- I think I think we've gone from uh, from for as far as sleep aid goes, we've gone from white noise. The latest thing apparently is brown noise. Which is different than white noise. And now, now, now we're into oh, Dan noise because I think this is, this is just going to be my 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 drifting off into Never Neverland late at night. Uh, right? No, okay. Gonna, I was going to say. Gonna, I'm going. I'm, I think we provided a service there because I I went then. I went. You may have heard me, dear listener. I, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd gone. I you know if I'm going to struggle sleeping, which I do on occasions, I'm just going to play this back and I'll I'll be gone. I am two minutes, all man. about detail. I am all about detail. And let's wake everyone up. Adam, let's go to one of your songs. <laughs> All right. So uh, enough, enough, enough of the old music. I've dragged us properly current this time Ooh. right up to the 2020s. Full disclosure, it might be with a band that have been around since the 70s. It is what it is. <laughs> but in fact, in fact, top fact, this band was the first band I ever saw live. Um, not for apropos, apropos of nothing. But um, so this is actually the Pretenders. And off of their uh, new album they released in 2020, and this is called The Buzz. Okay, this is Jack's Radio with Bang Up To Date Music. That was The Pretenders with The Buzz on the... On Jack's radio. Sorry, I got when I, I think I was actually asleep from the from the last section. On the lights out, let's go for one show on Jack's radio. Yeah, I think I was asleep because yeah. I was just reading also that I missed one out, which was uh, um, uh, fuel temperatures not to be ten degrees C below gone ambient again. temperature. Gone again. Yeah. Anyway, let's <laughs> let, let's move on. Right. Okay. What I want to talk about now is James Vowles going from Mercedes to Williams. So it's quite a coup for Williams, I think, and mm. quite a big loss for Mercedes, I think. Yeah, but I mean, they 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 had to know that was on the cards. In fact, Toto Wolff even said in one of the the interviews or um, um, discussions I heard that he was in, and and he he said like, you know, James is ready. He's the only place he was going to go. The only, the only way he can go up is for me to step aside, and I feel like I've got I've still got more to offer. So I mean, you can't you can't expect the guy to sit around waiting to fill dead man's shoes forever. And also, maybe they're sending him over. Maybe they're sending him over to Williams to kind of do a on the job training for a couple of years until he does come back to the big job. At that's what that's what exactly what I was thinking. It's sort of like you know YTS Mercedes team principal kind yeah. of role. You know what I mean? Or is the empire falling? All great empires come to an end. No, I don't think so. I think no. I think. I think if you if you hear if you hear James Vowles talking about it, I think one of the things that he's he's going to be taking to Williams is that kind of Mercedes slash Toto Wolf culture, 
and and it seems like every time he mentioned anything about his move, it was always the culture has to change. The you know, the culture, the culture, the culture, the culture. So I think he's going to go in there and make some pretty big changes in in the way they do things. Does and this, that can that can only be good? Yeah. Do do you think this draws Williams closer to a sort of um sister team kind of role you know a la Toro Rosso Red Bull I mean they're they're absolutely linked to those two teams but does it does it does it draw them a bit closer towards Mercedes do we think as a second team because I think you know Alfa Romeo you know possibly secondish team with Ferrari and possibly possibly because that, that's the way it's you know that's the way it's looking I mean clearly everybody's looked at Toro Rosso uh, Red Bull over the years and has gone. Yeah, that that does give you some advantage and also gives you some um, sway at the top table when you you know you have uh, ultimate control over four cars on the grid as opposed to just two. No doubt, possibly. Mm. But um, I mean, it's in it. All depends and, what happens to Williams, really, doesn't it? Well, so I've got a little section later on in the show about, about Williams, really, because um, mm. yeah, obviously Capito going, etc. You know. Donaldson put a lot of money, as I say, I'll come into it, but it, it it's kind of what's going to happen to Williams, where they're going to go, you know. Yeah. Are we looking at a Porsche takeover? Are we looking at Andretti or another, you know, somebody else who's Ford? Ford have been making noise about I, I, coming back yeah, into the sport. Yeah, I heard that. I did hear that one this week about Ford wanting to come back. That'll be, that'll be... You know, would they, would they reignite the Jaguar brand and come in and become Williams Jaguar or... Something like that, you know, Jaguar Williams or something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. Not sure. Land Rover Williams? Not quite. Land Rover yeah. Williams? <laughs> Could be. You never know. You never know. But yeah, that, I think that's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Williams and, you know, why James Vowles has gone there, you know, reasons why I'm sure it'll all come clear at some point. But yeah, it's quite an interesting one. I but think the ex- I, I think the experience for him as well. I mean, he's only forty three. I say only yeah. forty three. It makes me think, oh, crumbs. What <laughs> I was just saying to Dan, what have we, what have, what have I done? I haven't done anything. He's forty three, and he's now running Williams. For goodness sake, but never mind. But it's um, but hey, yeah, I, you're I think... a you're a regular sort of um, uh, contributor to a weekly radio show. You know, that's, I, that's, I am, that's and he's and he's good. not. Unless he wants to, you know, he could come on as a guest if he wanted. That would be quite good, wouldn't it? Be a bit of a coup. I, 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 I would love it if James was going on as a guest, but he's not well, going to. Well, Let's be not. fair. <laughs> probably not. I don't know. He might do. You never know. You won't know unless you ask. If you're out there, James, go on. Give us a shout. Go on. Find Danny on uh, on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, which is at lights underscore F1, just there in you case go. you are listening. There or Bottas, if you, if you are listening and you want to, you know, come in to, to some fan-loving Come on in, come on in, and we will talk to you. Right, okay, that's not going to happen, but what is going to happen is we're going to go to a song. So, Rich, we're going to go to one of yours. <laughs> nice link. Good, yeah, Thank okay, you. That's, that's cool. Okay, so, um, last tune I had was Tears for Fears and Shout. And one of Tears for Fears' uh, probably seminal tracks was uh, Mad World that they released in 1982. And uh, quite a few people have uh, covered Mad World as well and, and, and sung it. Uh, but actually one of the people who have sung it um, and, um, uh, and not many people perhaps remember it, it was the, it was the um, Gary uh, Jules version, was it? Oh, I can't remember, it wasn't Gary Jules. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was Gary Jules. And it was covered on a certain American idol by Mr. Adam Lambert. 
um, who who used it a couple of times in that particular series. So I have gone with an Adam Lambert number, and uh, I've gone with music again. Welcome back to the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio. That was Adam Lambert with music again. It's a fantastic number. And I know the, the American Idol thing, you're like, oh, goodness me. He's a good singer. He's, you know, no, you don't get to perform with Queen as many times as he has. Um, very true. Right, without being pretty good yeah. at the rock stuff. Very true. Very true. Right. Okay. Time for you to get your diaries out. I've got some dates for you for your diaries. Here we go. So we've got a uh, just one team now needs to confirm when they're going to launch their car. Um, but I've got a list of all the rest now. So Red Bull Racing will be doing their launch on February the 3rd. So not very long at all, in fact. No. Um, Williams, on Feb the, yeah, Williams on Feb the 6th. Uh, yeah, I'll be in Munich then as well. Um, Alfa Romeo on February the 7th. Alfa Tauri, February the 11th. Aston Martin, February the 13th. McLaren, February the 13th also. Ferrari, as we said last time, red for Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Uh, Mercedes is now February the... Yeah, Mercedes is February the 15th. Alpine is February the 16th. Do they come thick and fast in the next couple of weeks, really? Yeah, I was just saying on Haas. Oh, well, Haas are going to... Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah. a couple of other dates for you. A couple of other dates for you. So the first test in Bahrain will be on February the 23rd to February the 25th. So block out those days if you want to watch testing. If it's shown by any chance, I'm not sure. It wasn't shown last year. It was shown the year before. It wasn't shown last year. Um, There's only two tests this year as well. Didn't know that. So normally there's three, but there's only two Mm. pre-season tests this year. And then the season starts in Bahrain on... March the 5th. So that's the biggest date for your diaries. It is. You go. Looking forward to that. Let's Can't go on. Let's go. Come on. Yes. I, can't... I can't wait. So what cars What cars are you excited about seeing? Are you going to watch any of the launches? I might do, yeah. I th- I'm, I'm quite keen to see what Mercedes do. <laughs> really keen. Yeah, yeah whether well, they've got side pods or not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't... And... I think they still won't have side pods because I don't think that was the issue in their car. It was more the floor areas. And I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to show up with no side pods still. And I and I, I really hope they do because I really think that that's going to play um, all kinds of havoc in, in the in the minds of the other team principals because they're you know if, if they 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 made the well not they made the excuse they 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 ran with the narrative last year that they, they, they were they were bought into the no side pod design and they just had to unlock the potential that they knew they were yes. there yeah so if they if, if they show up with no side pods everyone's gonna be like oh boy they found it yeah well right. yeah potentially and and as we know as we know in the recent days toto wolf is enjoying living rent free in oh uh, wasn't that state. wasn't that a great article so he does like they do yeah, like getting yes. into the heads don't they so that was that was a very good little article that was look that one up <laughs> Yeah, very true, very true. I mean, I'm quite excited about, well, not necessarily, well, yes, I am because Fernando Alonso is there. So I'm excited about the Aston Martin launch because it gives me a chance to see more of Fernando Alonso. But 
they always do a good launch. So last year they had a massive launch, you know, and they had James Bond and all sorts. They they do a proper old school launch. That's always good to see. But yeah. that green car always looks lovely. So it'd be nice to see what you know what what it's going to look like. Uh, I still got a massive love, just and and probably because Alonso was there also. But Alpine, I mean, I've always loved their livery. Some of their stuff's great. Also, um, I was going to say, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what Alpine's going to pull out of the bag. I have, a, I have a sneaking suspicion they could be a bit of a dark horse this year. I think. What, they about, could, what so about they um, what about Ferrari? Do you think they'll go red again? <sighs> yeah, <sighs> definitely. It just depends what shade of red again, but basically, isn't it? You know, I'd love them to come out with like the Jallo fly yellow. You know, I'd love them to come out with that. Mainly I'd love yellow, to see that. Yeah, great, yellow with yeah. some some red accents on it, but mainly that that sort of uh, you know Ferrari yellow that they do. The cars always look good in that. Yeah, definitely. I don't definitely. normally like a yellow car, but a yellow Ferrari seems to just sit nicely. Yeah, I mean, it's just a shame that that um, for McLaren that Golf isn't their title oh. sponsor. Oh, and you have yeah, that Golf livery for the whole season. That would yeah, be great, the it? best livery. It just is. It's just. It just is. It's yeah, brilliant. absolutely yeah. amazing. But yeah, I can't. I can't see that uh, happening. So that's a shame. But uh, yeah, and as you say, obviously, you know, Mercedes and are they going to have? Sidepods or not? So, do you do you actually watch the launches? I, I I quite religiously watch them most years. I don't know if you know you you might watch them this year, but in previous years, would you have watched them? I have done in previous years. I well, I, I didn't last year. I didn't really have well, sort of last couple of seasons. I haven't really had a, a huge amount of time to be able to do it. Uh, through sort of you know, cause you you gotta you gotta be there on on the online and what have you watching them. But uh, no, this year I, I I'm gonna get excited. I'm gonna be. Uh, I might try and watch all of them if I can. I'm assuming they're all kind of on. There you go. They're all on YouTube and all that, but I'm I'm quite keen to see which direction they've all gone. Well, in. most of them, if you if you follow the teams on either Twitter or Instagram, you know they will stream it live on there. Some of them are on Sky TV. If you've got Sky as well, they actually show some of the launches. So they show the. Yeah, Aston that, that'll be my major problem: not year. being on Instagram or Twitter and not having Sky. So that that that's going to be a challenge for me. Um, so YouTube will be for you though, because you'll be able to. They normally stream it live on YouTube. I thought they yeah, catch it up you afterwards. Search it on YouTube. It'd be on there anyway. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, do you watch testing if it's ever aired? Just out of interest. I do. Yeah, mm. like yeah, to see I how do. the cars. You, you can tell a lot of how the cars are cornering and how they're behaving. You never take people who start going, "Oh, look at the timings." It's like, no, don't don't look at the timings because they're utterly yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can tell whether that how the driver inputs are and how they're you know if they if they if they're able to turn. Turn in, yeah, and stick, and then they're not I, sort of wrestling with the car. It's it's it's, it's nice to say I, I enjoy it. I think Sky should just chuck a load of static cameras on the track and just stream it on their channel because I can I can understand two days of testing. It's kind of a you know a bit boring to have full commentary for all that time, but just have the Sky F1 channel just showing a live stream from yeah. a few different static cameras, you know, just, because. Ultimately, fans really for testing. They just want to see the cars on track and see what they look like. Yeah, so I just stream it. Just, just stack, exactly right. stack cameras. Yeah. Have it on. You know? If you're going to yeah. watch it, if you're going to go to testing live, you're not going to get any commentary there, are you? Really, it's just you know. Yeah, exactly. I, sort of, yeah, I think exactly. they feel it probably feels a bit weird not having you know Anthony Davidson talking. Yeah, uh, but like two know, days. You, I don't you, know. You, you can have a disclaimer at the bottom. No, disres- no disrespect, disrespect, Anthony. You don't really talk nonsense. You're actually one of the more sensible people out there. Um, but uh, but I'm sure it'd be an absolute challenge to, to to waffle over testing for two days. That really would that would that would test anybody. I would have thought from a from a commentary perspective. Yes, exactly. But, let, 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 exactly. Let, let them 
Let them stream it live and we'll do the commentating. It'll be fine. Oh, we could talk. Oh, yes, not, we could get definitely. you out of dry January when we could we could talk absolute nonsense for two days. That would be, be doubt. because that would be fantastic. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because like I say, everyone wants to see the car on track, and nobody wants to waste a moment of you know F one. And Adam, that's a good link to one of your songs. Oh, look at you! Yeah. Look at you for like <laughs> queuing me up. Yes, it is. So yeah, I went for some uh, some good old Kings of Leon this week, and I did I did check the playlist. We have we have definitely played them before, obviously, but we have not played this one. So as Dan correctly said, this is Kings of Leon and Waste a Moment. You're listening to Jack's Radio, and this is the Lights Act. Let's go F1 show on Jack's Radio, and that was Kings of Leon. And that was the song Waste a Moment. That was a very good song. I don't often Excellent. I don't often go to Kings of Leon if I'm gonna to listen to music, but um they're, they're actually quite good, aren't they? I, 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 I they just sort of pass me by for some reason. But um yeah, I quite yeah, like, I like them. I quite like them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, nice. No, they okay, good. okay. Let's talk Williams. Okay, let's talk Williams. So obviously the second most successful team in Formula One history. Um, they were, you know, family run for a long, long time, you know, nearly all of their existence until a couple of years ago when the family sold up and Dorilton uh, pumped a lot of money into it. Um, it's just all gone a bit wrong for them, isn't it? Uh, uh, since since that time where they had their car late when Paddy Lowe was the technical director um, and they didn't turn up to the first test like three, four years ago. Mm. Um, and then Paddy Lowe got basically got sacked, basically. He left and left a big void because he was never replaced as technical director. Um, yeah, and then, so then following that, they had a couple of years really in the doldrums, lost a lot of money. The family got into sort of money problems with that team, couldn't couldn't run it anymore. So they gave it up to Dorton. Dorton pumped a lot of money into it. Um, they they upgraded the Grove facilities. Um, you know, for for a team that's had a lot of money in, they've just remained at the back of the grid, and it's a real shame. You know, it's it it's it's a real shame to see, really. Um, apparently, um, to Josh Capito going, uh, basically it was his recruitment of someone called uh, Damason, um, who he worked at at VW, and he was kind of trying to fill a gap that um, uh, Paddy Lowe left. Um, and that was seen as a failure, and basically both went at the end of last year, which is interesting. Apparently, there's been a high turnover of staff, so I think once the family went, lots of loyal staff went. Mm. Yeah, um, I was going to say that's so gonna, that's, that's that was thing. always going to happen. Yeah, that was always going to happen. Um, and apparently, so Paddy Lowe leaving and not being replaced. Apparently, the trackside engineering and factory engineering report into different channels, into different managers, and they don't really talk to each other. So there's a massive disconnect there, which, you, you know. Think? It's because they, they haven't had an experienced uh, technical figurehead driving the development of, you know, the whole team. That You know, yes, the car, but also the processes that sit part and parcel of, of, of operating that team trackside and, and everything else. Yeah. And, it's, and they haven't had that, that, that technical direction lead as, you know, yeah, Paddy might have nosed it up by getting the car late to um, testing that year, but you know, 
but you've you've got to have somebody driving uh, driving all of that from a technical aspect and because they haven't had yeah. that i mean how you can end up with two two ostensibly technical streams not talking to each other it just sounds very yeah, bizarre definitely. there's a there's a reason the other teams don't do that <laughs> i would yes, i would definitely. i would venture so you know i think but hey it is really sad. It is. I think we all we all have a, a fondness for Williams. You know, it's just kind of the way F1's gone. I think there's no real yeah kind of space for that. You know, that gritty kind of you know second. You know, as you said, second um, most successful team in F1 history. But they still had that sort of gritty kind of family run underdog kind of flavor to them. That yeah. there isn't really that space, unfortunately, anymore. It's it's all yeah, about- definitely, but. We we've got those big changes again in F one coming up in twenty twenty six, haven't we? So I think getting Capito out the way now. Hopefully, Donaldson will get the right people in. So they've got obviously got James Vowles, etc. So yeah. perhaps they, you know, hopefully they're gearing up to actually increase their, you know, uh, their their stock in twenty twenty six. And it'd be great to see Williams back at the. Well, I hope so because they, they they've still got and they, and this is the thing they've got but they've got to do you know wait until twenty twenty six is you know you're going to have another uh, generation of F one fans coming through and they don't yeah. want to see Williams yeah. as well they're just a bat marker aren't they so no, no we want we want that yeah, brand exactly. and Darilton want that brand to be at the forefront again I would hope yeah definitely definitely so there we are so yeah that's a sad tale of Williams but hey let's look forward and hopefully uh they will be back there yes so Rich, with, let's with go positivity to... Dan with positivity 100 and optimism 100%. <laughs> let's go to one of your songs Rich uh and then we've got a little bit of uh other stuff that we can talk about okay right so my last song was uh music again by Adam Lambert and that particular song which you may have noticed if you listen to it um was actually written by Justin Hawkins of the darkness and that's how we get a nice little link uh, to the darkness. However, the, 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 there is a second sort of link in there uh, because the link that I had to Adam Lambert was that he sang Mad World a few times uh, in American Idol. And also, um, he, 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 Mad World was the Christmas number one in 2003 and it kept uh, Christmas time, Don't Let the Bells End by the Darkness, off that number one slot. So there's kind of a... You know, there's a, there's, there's a sort of a, a double little link there. But that's how we get to the darkness. Uh, and this is one of their lesser-known tunes. This is called One Way Ticket. That was One Way Ticket with The Darkness. This is a Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio. Okay, boys, we are almost at the end of the show. But let's quickly talk about a great, great name in sport, and that is the name of Andretti. So Andretti Autosports, um, in conjunction with General Motors and Cadillac. So they have joined forces with General with GM and Cadillac, and they are still looking to get into F1. And they are still being rebuffed by the other teams in the sport who are voting them not to enter the sports because it dilutes the prize money, etc. But I don't really understand this because I thought the whole point of the franchise model and having the entrance fee of 200 million to get into the sports because that money goes to the other teams to compensate them for loss of, of, of prize money in the future. Now, my question to you is one of these things, the teams are very powerful in F1. But they are just competitors of the sport. You know, 
should they be, or should there be somebody else making the decision and saying, yeah, you know, Andretti allowed in, they they, they fill the, fulfill the criteria. I think, I mean, they 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 have to have a say to a degree, I think. But I, I, I don't like I don't like the control that they get to wield over it. I don't yeah. think they should have ultimate say. I don't think it should be down purely to the to the team's vote and agreement. Um, yeah, the whole dilution of the prize money. Well, okay, but you're also spending less money, or at least most teams are supposed yep. to be spending less money than you have been, right, with the cost cap rules and stuff like yep. that. But yep. yeah, hundred percent. You know, I, um, yeah, I'm not really sure about their their fear of competition. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm with you, Adam. I think yeah, they they do need to have a say. But totally agree. I was I was really excited when I first heard that you know Andretti wanted yeah. to really make a, a a credible bid to get into F1 because I think we said last year you know we we need more cars on the grid, don't we? I mean, we, you know, yeah, from a spectator's so. perspective, absolutely get more teams in, and um, you know, I think I think yeah. fifty cars on the grid would probably be a bit too much, if we're honest. But you know, certainly you know another another. Another team of two cars, you know, and with a name yeah. like Andretti as well, he's been in yeah. F1 before. I, I would love it. I think it'd be 100%. fantastic. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I mean, I would, you know, I, I hope it does happen and I hope they go in. Um, it, Andretti said, you know, it, he, he said it, it's just basically greed by the other teams. But it'd be great now, you know, because there's always that, oh, it's already fractious. It'd be great if, if they got into the sport and started making waves, you know. And oh, yeah. to link to my next song, because I think. Between the teams, there'd be a bit of uh, tainted love. So, oh. in the words, in the words, in the link brand. Come on, this is good. In, good. The, in the words of the great, famous DJ Alan Partridge, "Ruddy hell, it's soft sell." <laughs> That was Soft Cell with Tainted Love. And boys, we have come to the end of the show. So it was pretty good, actually. We had a, we had a few things to talk about, even though news Eat. on the off-season is a little bit slow. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So for you at home, if you want to listen to any of our great music from the past couple of years, you can go to Spotify, look for Danny Knight UK, and then look for the Jack's Radio playlist. You can follow us on Twitter or tweet us anything if you've got anything that you want us to answer or anything like that on at lights underscore F1. Or you can go to the station website, which is jacksradio.com, and go to the listen again function, listen to any of our shows from the past couple of years or any other show on Jack's Radio. And that is it. Boys, do you want to say goodbye? Of course I do. I'll say goodbye. The lights are getting the lights. The nights even are getting lighter. And, uh, you know, F1 is, is starting to rev up again. I can, I, can hear, I can hear the faint sound of the engines in the distance. It's, uh, it's not going to be too many weeks before we're back at it. Fantastic. And we are going to close the show with Cutting Crew and I Died in Your Arms. So goodbye and drive safely.